Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Welcome to the Armour Men's Health Hour. This is Dr. Mystery, your host, board-certified urologist, men's health expert, here with my co-host, Donna Lee. That's right, Armour Men's Health Hour, but now it's the Armour Men's Health Show. Show. Because why? We're a podcast. Because we're a show now. That's right. So anyway, thank you for joining us. Um, This is a show that we love to give you guys every week. We talk about a number of men's health topics. A lot of these topics cross over to women's issues as well. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you that Mm -hmm. a lot of the patients that come tell me, Mm -hmm. that come to see us, tell me that their wife listened to the show. Yeah, (laughs) I bet. And they're the one that sent the guy. Yes, smart. (laughs) And I think it's funny because... So we should do this show for the wives. Because men are so frequently not wanting to seek care for certain things. And especially some real sensitive things. Funny looking penis. Or something I put in my penis. Don't go right, something you put in your penis for a year, low testosterone, mm-hmm. low libido, because especially low libido, like you know, a man never wants to admit his desire to have sex with his wife is lower than it used to be because yeah. the natural assumption is because his wife put on a few pounds or something, right? Like, <laughs> like, like me, like, <laughs> like sometimes that's why your libido is low because yeah. Michael my has too many pounds, exactly. <laughs> Michael's too fat. I gained weight, therefore, <laughs> my libido is low. <laughs> And that, that is true. Self-esteem, men that get bigger or fatter or balder or whatever, they don't feel as sexy. Libido is such a ingrained topic in us as right. men. Like mm-hmm. it's actually caveman level stuff. Okay. So once your libido's down, that means that like your, you know, honey and gathering days are over. And that's why Love we that. luckily Love have that. so many therapies that we can do for libido. <laughs> but my point is that it's an embarrassing topic to talk about. Men are often amazed how freely and openly they can talk about that stuff with us. We've had men cry openly. Because of like, you know, for once they can like talk about things like their buried penis or their lack of sex drive or their premature ejaculation or something that they... Or the menstruation cycle. That is not what they're talking about. They all have that. It is a different world today. It is a different (laughs) world today. Men are having babies, you know. Men are having babies. That's right. Saw that on TikTok. Get off your TikTok. (laughs) And by the way, you should join us on TikTok. That's right. (laughs) We have a TikTok. We have five videos on TikTok. Well, we have Armor Men's Health TikTok. And then we have Dr. Mystery who thinks he's the dick doc on TikTok, but he's actually... the mystery doc on tiktok mystery because there's already on, a dick doc on, on TikTok. tiktok i don't know he doesn't look that young so maybe we'll be able to get no, that name later you're definitely funnier so check it very out very good very good so, so speaking of libido though i think a myth a common myth is that if you have testosterone levels levels that are super high your libido just instantly raises it's just higher and more prevalent is that true i think that's a great question and mm-hmm. a great point but that that the answer is no libido is right. driven by many different things not just your testosterone level that plays a role your overall health can play a role your ability to get an erection I talk about this all the time. I don't play golf because I am terrible terrible at golf. Mm -hmm. So my desire to play golf is zero. So if I had severe erectile dysfunction, my desire to play golf would be very You still wouldn't want to play golf. (laughs) I still wouldn't play golf. You know what I'm saying? Because because why I get get out there and, 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 and miss it, you know? Right. When somebody has both low libido and severe ED, we try to fix the ED first Mm -hmm. because... Unless they get some confidence, they're not going to get any, you know, they're going to get the libido back. Some people think that that kind of psychological ED is only for young people. Mm-hmm. But that's not true. Even if you've been in a relationship with your wife for 40 years, you're not able to get an erection. Somewhere in her mind, she's like, hmm, maybe he's not attracted to me anymore. Or she's like, thank God. That is not I what they am do. Exhausted. Only if you've been married for three years like you. These grandbabies are exhausted. <laughs> We love your questions. Donna, you got a question for us? I do. I have a good testosterone question. Uh, This one came in very recently. Dr. Mystery, about a year ago, I had blood work for testosterone levels. The results came back and I had levels in the low to normal in the low 300s. I was told by the doctor I don't need any additional testosterone. Also, when I was younger, I wanted to increase my penis size, so I did vacuum pumping. Part of the program was wearing a tight band. We've talked about that quite a bit. I wound up falling asleep and woke to a blue, dark blue color. I imagine of his penis, right? Not the (laughs) penis. 
semen. I was like, you had a dark blue semen? Or the rubber band. All right. Oh, that too. I lost a little feeling and now sometimes I have no issues getting an, he said election, but he bit erection. While other times... Maybe he's running for office. He's a politician. <laughs> Ted Cruz, well, thank you for your letter. <laughs> while other times nothing works, not even Viagra. I tried watching porn and that helped to get me erect. I want to know, is there something I can do to increase my testosterone and help with erectile dysfunction? Which sounds like those are two different things. It's a great question. So the first thing I want to talk about is testosterone level. And what does that mean? Without going too much into why they developed a normal range, just take it from me. The range is so wide that it's really meant to like gives people an idea of what a normal range is. But right. whether you're normal, normal for you, for you yeah. is different. And so we're very much very big fans in our clinic taking somebody almost at any level of testosterone mm-hmm. and trying supplementation. Because even people that were in the what we would consider mid or high range, mm-hmm. sometimes they need to live higher. And so you might say, well, well, Dr. Mystery, you're being, that's not great. That's not great medicine. You shouldn't be like pushing people above the, the quote unquote high, highest level. The only reason that I would be worried is if it's causing you side effects. Mm-hmm. Are you having blood pressure issues? Are you having higher blood counts? Is your estrogen level not going great? Mm-hmm. Are you having a side effect from testosterone supplementation? And we check it so thoroughly. Mm-hmm. I assure you that in our clinic, you will never be better medically managed for your testosterone than you will with our clinic. Right. Because we're, we are we are hypersensitive about keeping you out of trouble. <laughs> and you're board certified urologists. But more than that, that, because I've met so many board certified urologists that are boring when it comes to their treatment of testosterone. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not exciting. It's not exciting. They don't like it. Yeah. Testosterone management takes, you know, 0.1% of our surgical brain. So, <laughs> but just because it takes up so little effort to do it properly, mm-hmm. sometimes people ignore it and don't do it well at all. Right. But we do it so well. We have 6,000 patients right now in our clinic that are on active testosterone therapy. Mm-hmm. A lot of them come in with low normal levels. But if you have low libido, brain fog, you have ED, you have you know abnormal weight gain, you have all the things that we would put in the context of a low testosterone level, let's mm-hmm. try it. 12 weeks, that's all we do it for. And it's cheap. Oh I could gosh. charge more. I wish I could charge more, but I can't it's because I'm morally, I just don't want to do that. One so. of our compounding pharmacies, it's almost $65 for three months. For, for, so almost, for almost $100, mm-hmm. you can try testosterone for three weeks, uh, for three months. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get better, we stop it. And, and guess what? Yeah. Move on and try something different. Right. Then if you need brain fog stuff, we work on brain fog stuff. If you want energy stuff, we work on energy stuff. We separate it. But if if we think testosterone is the primary, central, focal prism of, of issues, then then we can we you know we we, we would like to to try that first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you do have side effects, we can manage so many of them with other things that we do. The second thing is um, what do we do about ED? And what do we do about somebody who may have had a previous penile trauma? So mm. uh, a delayed or prolonged use of a, uh, a, va- a, a constriction ring, whether it be for recreational purposes, like people use cock rings or wedding rings <laughs> in some cases, uh, <laughs> and uh, things of that nature. It's a whole podcast. You will certainly reduce the blood supply to the skin, mm-hmm. which can reduce the nerves that live in the skin. You could have killed off nerves in the skin. Oh. And so this patient certainly could have killed it. And so there are times in which his brain is fully horny and he can get an erection. Mm-hmm. And there are times in which he's not fully horny and he needs more stimulation, which is why the porn, the porn works. works. And that's gotcha. why it'll go off and on whether he used the Viagra or not. So although you know our time on the show is always too short to go through everything. right? Number one, if you're using Viagra or Cialis and it's not working, Make sure you're taking it right. 
Number one, Viagra mm. has to be on an empty stomach an hour before intercourse. Cialis, 20 milligrams, four hours before intercourse, or five milligrams every day. And if mm. you're not taking it that way, if you're eating before you take the Viagra and it's not working, then guess what? That steak just took your Viagra. <laughs> okay. And so... Um, that was an expensive date where you didn't get That was an expensive date and you got nothing. You, know, like, you got nothing. <laughs> so, so make sure you take it right. Viagra really, in my practice, is more of a morning pill. Mm-hmm. So those of you men lucky enough to have a wife that'll have sex with you in the morning, which is mm-hmm. the best time to have sex, you just kind of like, take that Viagra. There's that. <laughs> Maybe that's where we that's differ. Good. I'm that's morning, Michael's night, and we don't meet. That's part of our libido problem. Michael, do it in the morning, <laughs> dummy. It's the best time. You can take a shower right after, right? Like, it, it, it just moves into your day. Right. <laughs> okay, anyway. And so so the point is, is that you, um, uh, if the Viagra is working sometimes and not working other times, make sure you're timing it right. Mm-hmm. And then uh, finally, we have something in our office called the P-Shot or Priapus Shot or the PRP Shot. It is a shot where we take your, like, that what we call we take uh, a plat, platelet-rich component of your blood, mm-hmm. and we spin it down and inject it right into your penis to try to improve sensitivity. Right there in the office. And I can't think of a person more suited for PRP shots than a man who has potential nerve damage from a constriction ring. Mm. So he is perfect for that. And I think that that would go a long way to help him. Mm-hmm. Also, if he's trying to have intercourse and having trouble keeping an erection, they make these awesome rings that are not too tight. Mm-hmm. But have a little vibrator on them. Oh, so the, it's stop. a very little vibrator. Now the 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 manufacturer thinks the vibrator's for the woman. Oh. Jokes on them. <laughs> it's for the guy. It's for the guy with lowered penile sensation. Well, I've never heard of that. Donna, let's it's follow right. up on our second part of this testosterone little, little uh, discussion. Thing. Go ahead. All right, we have another question, Doctor Mystery. I have low testosterone at two hundred, and I'm fifty-one. My younger wife and I are trying to have a baby, but my libido is sufficiently low as to curb my appetite for sex. And even if I pretend I want it, she can tell I'm not turned on and is put off. Uh Uh-oh. Most of all, the TRT destroyed my sperm, so that is not an option. We've been trying Natesto, and it's effective to increase my testosterone 400 to 500, um, but it doesn't really seem to improve my libido. I'm not as depressed while I take it, but I wouldn't say that it gives me any drive either. I'm not sure what to do if I take TRT. I can't make a baby unless we free stuff, and if I don't take it, nobody feels like making a baby. Well, sir... Number one, this is the worst advertisement for marrying a younger wife that I've ever heard. Because the whole point was marrying the younger wife was that we're going to be having sex like bunnies all the time. God darn it. That's a life struggle you guys have, right? You married the 20-year-old, then you got to have sex all the time, and you're 50, and you're like, dang, I'm tired. Man. So is this a relative libido issue, or is this a actual libido issue? That's one thing that you have to figure out. Because if you are really, you know, with a 20-year-old who has a very strong libido and you're trying to keep up, that may be a little different. Now, libido and erections are different. So sometimes you just don't want to have sex with her because you don't want to have sex with her. And sometimes you can't get an erection because you're 50 years old. And those are different issues. So one of the things that we can do is give you great erections. Okay. With medications or shockwave therapy or testosterone replacement or whatever, all the things that have, have helped you. Addressing your erectile dysfunction is a different issue. But if you are truly someone who's mature and knows what you're talking about and are like, listen, my libido is low, mm-hmm. then we might want to think about alternatives to testosterone that help with libido. And there are several off-label drugs that we use that are approved for women's libido. One of them is called Addy. The other one, and that's a, a medicine called Flibanserin. Mm-hmm. Then we also have a drug called Vilesi. Both of those, and Vilesi, I think for you, would be a spectacular drug. Because number one, your wife wants to make sure you're turned on. And this drug will make sure you're turned on. 
because of blood flow, it causes more blood flow. Remember the Vilesia, it mm-hmm. works on your brain neurochemistry to oh. really vastly enhance. You would know because you won't take, take the injections. No, I'm scared. We keep giving you the injections. I got it for free and I was scared. <laughs> you got it for free. <laughs> it's like a hundred bucks. And I go, Somebody I should, should accidentally it. knock into you and give you that injection every day at six o'clock and Michael will come out with smiles. You know mm-hmm. how many Porsches he's going to buy? Mm-hmm. Zero. Because he's going to be too tired to look at the internet. <laughs> or watches. <laughs> or watches. Oh, and so Vilesi might be a great drug for this particular person, which is a different issue than his testosterone replacement. What I'm hearing from him is this. <laughs> when he was on testosterone, tired. he was knocking out of the park. And his wife wanted to have a baby. Mm. And testosterone, when you take it externally, mm-hmm. testosterone, mm-hmm. it makes your libido drop. Huh. I'm sorry. It makes your te- it makes your sperm count drop. It your makes your libido go up drop. and your sperm count drop. Gotcha. That's so right. then certainly somebody tried clomiphene on him. Unless he sees doctor, somebody who loves Natesto. Oh. <laughs> okay. Natesto does not affect your sperm count as much. And that doctor's very good. So if you is see that the that, nasal one? Yeah. The nasal testosterone. Yes. Te- you got to use it two or three times a week. But what, the commercials where they use it, it always looks like the guy's like a cocaine addict. They oh. like, like stick it in there like... They're rubbing their nose the whole time. And the, the white powder is not the testo. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but, but, if, but if you're using cocaine in the office, you can just say, oh, I'm, my nose is running because of my Nitesto. Or you have, yeah, you have raging sex where we you're doing the cocaine. Get, we, we, we are not going to get sponsored by Nitesto. <laughs> or cocaine. <laughs> Clomiphene, which is an oral medication that won't affect your testosterone your, your 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 sperm count what i tell guys like this or this you already hit the jackpot you're married to a 20 year old stop right? we don't even know how old she is he's just, just a younger just wife. pay for the in vitro fertilization mm. and just store some sperm there get back go. on the testosterone and start hitting it out of the park okay like that's an 18 grand you think texas fertility center our preferred ivf clinic mm-hmm. i'm telling you <laughs> and, I, and i will say that your life will be better now if you don't want to do that then this let's stick you on clomiphene for Three months. Three months. Mm-hmm. Get your sperm count up. Let's get her pregnant. And then let's get you back on the regular stuff. Because mm. the problem is, is she's going to want multiple children. Because then you're going to be stuck in the same boat. Where your libido is low because you're not on testosterone. Right. But she wants it to be real. This is mm. reminding me of that Big Lou commercial. It, it, it's, it's a cycle. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like, like at some point... I think that people don't realize that you do have a medical condition that needs to be treated with medication. <laughs> so <laughs> why is your blood pressure always high around me? Don't you like me? <laughs> you know, like you would never say that, right? Like like a wife wouldn't say that. I would. Your cholesterol's high again. Is that because you don't love me? No, it's me at home. <laughs> you know, but... That's how I talk to Michael. <laughs> but, but your it triglycerides is. spiked because you're angry with me. I but know it. He's trying to kill himself. <laughs> He's, He's trying good, to give himself another heart. He attack. got a new heart. <laughs> he got a new heart. So my point is, like, low libido in this particular case is a medical issue that gets requires medication. Yeah, it's not you all the time. Okay, it's not always you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Sometimes you just need the meds. Maybe so. I mean, he married his queen, his trophy wife. Perfect. Like, let's enjoy himself. He's probably never going to listen to the show again because That's I'm true. insulting all. And, and his wife's probably or he's laughing. Really, really upset. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she just cut him off from listening to the show, but he loves the show. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know, like, if 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 you're if if you're if you're going for a second round, then sometimes you got to pay a little bit more. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. And IVF might be that second round. Oh, I see it all the time. Yeah. These guys come in, they're jacked, they look great. They're right. 55 years old. They've yeah. got wonderful heads of hair coming in their Porsche, coming in with a young wife. Yeah. Doc. I can't get you up. I can't. <laughs> my wife wants to have a baby. <laughs> I'm scared. And I need my say on my testosterone. I'm like, yeah, it's going to cost you $15,000 and it's going to be worth it. <laughs> 
<laughs> so shut up. So shut up. <laughs> Give me three out. months. Let's get some sperm in your ejaculate. Let's store it. Let's get IVF and let's get back on your testosterone. Oh boy. I mean, it sounds harsh and it's not, I'm not trying to like under, undersell it, mm-hmm. but this is a, this is, this, this is like, like a, like a manufactured situation, right? You want to feel great. <laughs> you want to feel great in your fifties. Testosterone. we see this a lot. Testosterone's the way to do it. Yeah, and now you feel so great that you went out to the bar again. That's right. <laughs> and you found another wife. Mm-hmm. And now you're stuck. That's right. So enjoy it. Enjoy your time. This is first world problems. <laughs> exactly. I have a quick story. So we were talking about strippers, and I used to hang out with this guy named Brooks, and he was just the best guy. But he always hung out with strippers. Brooks Custom Homes. Oh, exactly that guy. No, but different Brooks. But the, then this guy, our mutual friend, sat down next to me, and he was like, assuming I was a stripper because I was hanging out with Brooks, and so he was. Even how small your breasts were back then? Yes, yeah, someone before the big boobs, That's and weird. so he didn't know I was a stand-up comedian. So the guy sits next to me. And he's like, "So is Donna Lee your stage name?" And I was like, yeah, it is my stage name. <laughs> and he's like, well, aren't you a little older than the other girls to be in this? And I was like, well, you know, sometimes you have a dream, right? So, <laughs> choking on air. So long story short, he was like, well, how do you tell your family that you're doing this? So he's still thinking I'm a stripper and I'm still thinking he yes. knows I'm a stand-up comedian. I said, well, well see me on TV? I said, my, I invited my family to come see me. And they sat right at the front of the stage. And they laughed hysterically. It was fabulous. <laughs> They're my biggest fans. That's right. I even practice in front of my kid. Anyway, <laughs> you can reach out to us at armormenshealth.com. That's our website, armormenshealth.com. The Armor Men's Health Hour is brought to you by Urology Specialists. For questions or to schedule an appointment, please call 512-238-0762 or online at armormenshealth.com. 